Welcome to Paris Good Food and Wine. I'm Paige Donner, the host and producer. This food and wine show is being brought to you directly from Paris, France. Here, we give you a taste of this delicious world with all its colorful and diverse personalities that make up the Paris culinary landscape. So, sit back and relax and enjoy Paris good food and wine. Season 6 of Paris Good Food and Wine is generously being brought to you by IOT Shipping. IOT, the Internet of Things. IOT Shipping tracks your value assets using the Internet of Things technology that gives you data points based on temperature, movement, and geolocation. For more information, contact us at IOT shipping.xyz. That's iotshipping.xyz. If music be the food of love, play on. Welcome to the first Paris Good Food and Wine podcast of the new decade. 2020 has come in like a bolt of lightning. And riding on these vibrant waves, we take a page from Shakespeare's Twelfth Night for the theme of episode 52, dedicated to music. If music be the food of love, play on. This famous quote from Shakespeare's Twelfth Night sums up our interview with Catherine Buslovsky and Joseph Rowe, two composer-musicians who have taken ancient texts and songs from the Mediterranean and created a concert performance out of them. Our interview show here doesn't incorporate any of their transportative music, so I encourage you to find video excerpts of them on our show notes at localfood.wine and also charieduvin.wordpress.com. I was also inspired to do this show dedicated to music in response to the popularity this year, at least in the media, for Dry January. It seems that Dry January is a call to stay off alcohol drinks for the month of January as a way to atone for the assumed excesses of the holidays. Assumed is the key word here, because not everyone is excessive in terms of alcohol consumption during the holidays. Nonetheless, it provided me a convenient excuse to deviate somewhat from our strictly food and wine theme and incorporate musicians into the show. The other inspiration came from a wine dinner I participated in here in Paris during the holidays where a different celebrated piece of music was paired with each course of the meal. So not only were food and wine pairings astutely made, but a pairing of music made each course a triumvirate of wine, music, and food. Exceptional was the privilege of witnessing my fellow dinner guests delighting as much or even at times more so in the music than even in the Michelin-starred food and 100-pointer wines. Anyway, whatever the excuse or inspiration for this show was, 
The fact remains that music feeds the soul and is as inseparable from wine and food as are the stars and the moon from the night sky. And for those who continue to consume in moderation, we have an excellent Bordeaux Whites as well as a Saint-Emilion Grand Cru to recommend you this month. Both are from the impressive domain Roland de B, whose owner and director, Jean Guillon's MO, is Wine is an Art. You can find more about his exceptional wines in our show notes and also on Bordeaux Food and Wine. Dot com. Thank you for joining us in this new year, and we wish you all a fantastic start to 2020. You're listening to Paris Good Food and Wine with me, your host, Paige Donner. Now you can find Paris Good Food and Wine on iHeartRadio as well as on Spotify, and also, as always, on iTunes, SoundCloud, Tune in radio and Stitcher. Here, we paused for a moment to take some photos at the charming Théâtre de l'Île Saint-Louis, or the Theatre of the Île Saint-Louis, located on the Quai d'Anjou in Paris's 4th district. This is where Catherine and Joseph will be performing their Ave Eva concert through February 2nd, 2020. You can contact the theatre directly for tickets and reservations by searching. Theatre Ile Saint-Louis, or Théâtre de l'Ile Saint-Louis, and we'll also provide, of course, a link in the show notes at localfood.wine. Also in the show notes, you'll find a few fun tributes to the theme of wine and music, including Hide the Wine by Carly Pierce, The Days of Wine and Roses by Henry Mancini, and I Get a Kick Out of You by Frank Sinatra. Shipping. IoT Shipping uses the Internet of Things technology to track and trace your value assets throughout the transport process. Data is monitored by temperature, geolocation, and movement so that you always know where your value assets are and in what condition they are in. Contact them for more information and for a quote at iotshipping.xyz. That's iotshipping.xyz. Right, so one of the interpretive compositions that you did was based on two poems from Hildegard von Bingen, who you'll give us a little bit of a backgrounder on, on who she was. Oh, she's an incredible woman of the 12th century. She's re really a, an incredible figure for the whole history, world history, because she had so many talents. And she was also a composer. She, was, she had vision, she was an herbalist, she was an abbess. And um, she composed um, 77 songs and the first oratorio. And uh, I decided for this show to show... To, to sing one of a song that she wrote, words and music. And I decided to put on music 
uh, in music two poems because those two poems didn't have music and I wanted to put music on them. And Hildegard was so much inspiring to me that uh, she's really my main inspiration. Uh, she was when I started to, to learn singing, you know. So I really did my voice with Hildegard music. And so I feel very close to her. And uh, so I present those two songs in this show. And uh, that's one of the composition. Another composition is uh, also a text where we don't have the music, which is uh, uh, a Thunder Perfect Mind, which is this incredible text, probably coming from, uh, inspired uh, from a really early antiquity, where the wisdom is speaking. Uh, a goddess uh, speaks uh, with paradoxes and kind of koans. koans. Uh, um, I am the beloved and the despised. I am etc. And wake up, <laughs> she says. And we don't have any music for this text. It was uh, rediscovered in, in 1945. And so we put it into music. And that's one of our specificity with Joseph is that we are specialists of medieval traditional music, and that's uh, half of the show here. But we are also composer, composers, because our big aim is really to offer a music which is totally for our times. Even if it's a, a troubadour song, we choose it so that it's not looking like a dusty uh, piece, you know, we always choose our pieces so that our modern ear is really touched by what we do. That's a big uh, difference with, let's say, medievalists, you know, who would only sing medieval music. So we are, voila, specialists and also composers. When we spoke shortly after the show, I remember you saying that it's like you're bringing these threads through time. Can you speak to that again a little bit? Well, um, you can say that music is uh, inside time and it's also outside time. It's like back, you know, when you when you listen to music which has been composed uh, centuries ago, uh, you can feel connected with it, you know. Not all the musics, but a lot of them. And uh, also in our approach to music, to me, I feel very connected with antiquity and medieval times because I feel, especially with the text that we present, you know, I, I don't, they, they could have been composed, uh, written, uh, you know, now, in a way. And it's also music is outside of time because you are reaching a, a level of depth in, in ourselves, which is beyond time, I would say. And uh, when I sing, I try really to be in this state where I am connected with everything of the now, I would say. And this now is, you know, any time in a way. So there's this dimension. So that's why a lot of people usually come to our show and say, well, I felt really that like outside of time. And it's not untrue in a way, because that's how we feel ourselves. It's how I felt. Yeah, very much so. Very much so. I wanted to turn um, back to you, Joseph, and ask you a little bit more of a backgrounder on some of the instruments that you use and that Catherine uses throughout your performance. And the fact that you create all of the sound there on stage is 
I mean, it's more than impressive. It's like it feels like you're playing to a huge sound system, and yet it's it's just the two of you with your with your instruments. Yeah, sure. Uh, the uh, the oldest of the instruments we play, uh, we play a lot of percussion. Uh, I do especially, uh, but the oldest one is the bendir, or uh, it's also called the daf. Has a lot of other names. It's a frame drum, uh, hand played tr- frame drum, not not the type with sticks, but with a purely with hand. And uh, Catherine plays it mostly in this particular uh, performance. But that instrument, in fact, is the oldest of all the instruments. Uh, it goes back into prehistoric times, and very interestingly, it was played almost exclusively by women and by priestesses. Uh, in those times. It's an, even today, in a very patriarchal uh, culture like uh, Morocco with uh, Islam and so on, there exists a group called Les Femmes de Fez, the women of Fez. These women play this drum, the same drum I'm talking about, and their tradition goes back way before Islam. It's a, a really strange survival of a pre-patriarchal uh, uh, priestess-oriented, although they don't have priestesses in Islam. Uh, but uh, uh, So it's very interesting. And, and that's a very powerful drum. It's a great discovery. We also teach it in our workshops, uh, that, that uh, wonderful drum, the bendir. I play the oud, which is the uh, ancestor of the European lute, also a troubadour instrument, because the troubadours uh, really came from the Arabian from the uh, Sufi and uh, other Islamic influence. That's where the troubadours began. The word troubadour is not of European origin. It's of Arabic origin. Tarab, trubiadur, means the the beat goes on. Uh, So uh, it's very appropriate that, uh, although the lute, al-oud, became the lute, but uh, the lute is a much more developed instrument in Harmonically, I must say that too. I don't want to try to reduce the, the lute to the oud or to reduce troubadour music to Arabic music. But the Arabic influence is very strong, especially in my training. There's also uh, a bit of uh, Indian influence, you could say, and the drone instrument, the tampura, which is a beautiful accompaniment instrument. And we bring in various things like Tibetan bowls and the dulcimer. Catherine plays the dulcimer, which is a European instrument. So it's quite a variety of instruments. Yeah. Well, and I know that um, in just a few more moments you're gonna you're you're stepping onto stage and doing uh, another performance this evening. So I know I have to let you go, but I wanted to wrap this up and ask you how did the two of you find each other? I mean. To describe you as like a high priestess of music, I think would not be that far off, and yet to find someone, um, uh, a partner in such an in, in such a, a life endeavor, uh, is truly coming up onto miraculous. What's your guys' story? Well, you know, story like destiny or fate. I don't know. You know, we met in a medieval church in the suburb of Paris. And I was singing with a contemporary choir uh, called the Amoni Choir. And uh, Joseph knew this composer and we met there. And then when we really met together with Joseph, the miracle was that I was trained into Western European music and also a bit of Judeo-Spanish music. 
And Joseph was trained really into Arabic and African music. And we really felt that meeting, this meeting was like the confluence of everything which makes Mediterranean in a way. And that's how been, that, that's why the, the Mediterranean is really our thread in our music often. Yes. When we met, we were coming from, well, David Hikes of the Harmonic Choir introduced us. And I thought at first that we would take a direction maybe like that together. Uh, but uh, really, it took a completely unexpected direction. Uh, I was coming from a training, uh, originally started classical guitar, then I changed to oud and Middle Eastern music, Middle Eastern percussion, my teacher Hamza Eldin. And then Catherine was coming from Gregorian chant, in which she's an expert, solo Gregorian chant especially, which people don't know that much about. Also Hildegard of Bingen, and so on. And But she was also a composer, and I was too. I was composing too. So we came together, and I thought, how original and wonderful it would be to bring these African, because I, I forgot African also, I studied African music, African and Middle Eastern rhythms into the Gregorian chant, and and we even thought of a name, Afro-Gregorian. And so we did that, and then we found out, and it worked wonderfully. It, it, it's very, it's one of the most beautiful things we do, in my opinion. It's one of, the, of our best directions. And you see some of it in this performance. But uh, <clears throat> the uh, we found out that actually it had been done before in a monastery in Africa. They did that uh, uh, beautiful little record from Senegal, uh, half European and half African monks. And so it turns out that uh, this confluence also happened through the troubadours. And so... In a way, we were doing something very original. And in a way, we already had uh, encouragement from the past because people had seen this this way before as a fruitful partnership. Well, again, I want to thank you both so much for taking this time, especially right before a performance, which I'm sure you, you know, you really need to meditate almost, I'm, I would imagine, before you, you perform. Um, but I want to mention that uh, you can be reached at naturalchant.com and then info at naturalchant.com and there you'll be able to find um, the workshops and the other things that that you offer as well as more concerts I hope and I hope uh, I mean this hope I mean Paris is a lovely place and a beautiful city to have a concert like this but I would love to see you guys go to the United States with this it would be wonderful thank you very much thank you thank you very much Paige it was a pleasure Be sure to check out our website at parisfoodandwine.net. Now you can find Paris Good Food and Wine on iHeartRadio as well as on Spotify. And also, as always, on iTunes, SoundCloud, TuneIn Radio, and Stitcher. Thank you for joining us on this episode of Paris Good Food and Wine. A big thank you to all who helped make this show possible. And especially a grand merci beaucoup from me, your host and producer, 
Paige Donner. You can find this and past episodes of Paris Good Food and Wine on Spotify, SoundCloud, iTunes, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, and TuneIn Radio, and wherever you get your podcasts. Remember to follow us on Instagram at PageFoodWine and on Twitter at ParisFoodWine. Leave us a review, comments, suggestions, and story pitches at parisfoodandwines.com.